Hey guys, Alex and Luke. Sorry we weren't there for the uh, end of the fifth test. We were caught up in releasing our first book. So here we are to wrap up the ashes and the whole series. Take it away. Mike V, we're waiting for the cue. Get gonna go and talk some cricket. What are you gonna talk cricket? Gonna talk cricket. Here we come, sporting wood. Can we spot in wood? Take it to sporting wood. One that gets the spot in wood and the spot some wood. Yeah. Welcome to Sporting Woods. You're here with Luke and Alex. Uh, we're here to talk about the last ashes and the series itself and give it a bit of a wrap up. Alex, how you doing? Good man. How are you? Yeah, mate. Getting there. A lot of stuff going on, obviously, since uh, since the, the fifth test. Lots changed. Yeah, um, we'll talk that through today. Well, what's the biggest thing we're here to talk about, Luke? It's the last episode of Sporting Woods season one. It is. Here it, it is. is. You're the right. last that one. Is. Oh my god, this is a finale. Now this you point it finale out. Now I feel like it's a, a finale. Yep. That's it. That's it. We got some some big things coming up. I well, guess. Yeah. What we want to start talking about today is that series that we just all watched. Was that an example of what we're to expect from Test Cricket in the future? Because I don't think there's ever been a series where you have a team lose by, you know, an in innings and, that, and then come back and win a test and then they lose it again by so much. It was so up and down that there has to be the question posed, is this a result of limited overs cricket's been around for a while, but 2020's taken off, you know, and, and it's now you're seeing that is Test Cricket starting to lose some quality because of it? I think that's a... A question that at least should be posed. It's definitely. It, it's, it's. Is it for the better or is it for the worse too? That's. I mean, because there was exciting games. Don't get me wrong, but it was also frustrating to yeah. watch. I think that it doesn't have to lose itself altogether. In that, yes, you're absolutely right. But then most of it could could be solved if they just continued to to focus on Test cricket. You don't have to like you know step aside what you're looking at. They should just be focusing on Test cricket and then let the ODIs and whatnot continue to be something else. But so they need to be able. Uh, no, no, Do you think there should be three separate teams? Not necessarily, but it doesn't have to be. But it's nice to have that. And this is the beauty of being in Australia. You've got all that talent pool. So you can have a team full of blokes that don't have but to be is, the test. But, but that's not the point, and it, it's, not the, it's not what's going to fix the issue. I think it obvious that it's obvious that there has been an effect, but I'd, I'm not necessarily saying it's completely for the worse. No, I mean, no, like, cricket's not. exciting. Yes. It would, like, that was an exciting series. But... And when you look at it results-wise, as a fan of Test cricket, I and I think a lot of the analysts, a lot of fans as well, were just frustrated. We're just frustrated to see uh, a lack of insight into well, the game of Test cricket. Rather, they, they it seemed very simple-minded attitudes did. to how to fix the problems. Oh, we'll get a swinging ball. Really, that's it. You know. Yeah. Look, I, I think in the end of the day, it, it might just be that these are two very good teams on their day. Almost every one of those those games, they had one player at least stood out over most of them. Whether it was Broad, whether it was Rogers, whether it was Smith, all yeah. that you know, like making two hundred odd, you know, two hundred sixty odd runs. Where I'm sort of worried is what we're seeing is that 
when a team's on top, they thrash and the other team kind of yeah. surrenders. Not, and I don't think they actually well, do, think, but just, they just don't have the ability to fight back. And that's what test cricket is, being four for 50 and be being out, put on a partnership. That's what cr- test cricket is, and we didn't see enough of that. We saw glimpses of it, don't get yeah, me wrong. There were bits. But we didn't see enough of it we didn't like that is test cricket that's what it is it's it's well, about fighting through the situation and and doing what you need to for the team so what we're coming back to the question that we were posing is was that last series an example yeah of what t20 cricket and that is now dripped down onto test cricket the fact that we're looking at two three-day tests i mean sure three-day tests have always been around but there was Pretty much nearly in every test in that series. It should have been done. Most, days. yeah, most, yeah. most of those tests were. Could have been. Pretty, the result was known by the third day, which yeah. is unusual. That really doesn't happen all that often. No, and that's why it's it's as a diehard Test cricket fan, I sit there going, yeah, I can acknowledge that, you know, a big collapse is cool, but also want Test cricket to still be there. I want to see a collapse and then someone fight back. I want to see, I want to see guys, yeah, being challenged by the conditions, but knowing and having heaps of different tricks up their sleeves to try and counter it. Those as Aussie batsmen look lost. Mm. They look lost in those conditions, and that's frustrating because they, sh- they, they shouldn't should. have shocked them. Yeah. It should not have shocked them. So I do think it is an effect, and, and like we've talked about in the past, it's to do with, and what you were touching on before about it is, hopefully they're still prioritizing test cricket mm. because from what we've seen in their techniques, it looks like they're not. So I think, yeah, I, there's, that needs to be addressed in the in the I don't know the setup of Australian cricket. What leads us to the next point? The selections. Yeah. I mean, what Themselves. what's what's going what's what, oh. what was going on with so many of those selections for the Australians we're talking about? I mean, of course, England English, English team did a great job. Yeah, you do like, what you could. Let's. You had a they had a, they had a terrific team, they but had a terrific, the uh, Australian series. selections in that whole series were bewildering. They really were. I mean, from the start to have to have. I mean, we talked about with Shane Watson and, and, and Chris Rogers. You give them two tests. You can't drop a guy in one test in the series. I'm sorry. I know that Watson was under a lot of pressure and whatever. But also what you talked about before about talent pool. Well, how much were we on? Oh, my God, Shane Watson sucks, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because Mitch Marsh came in and done, did much better. Now, I'm not hanging shit on Mitch Marsh. I think he's great. Yeah, but as well, it proves that Watson, yeah, he doesn't have the greatest stats over the last, you know, even two years. But there's no one in Australia knocking on the door. Yeah, exactly. You can you can talk all you want about guys when they do one or two performances in the in the shield. It's great. Yeah. You put them in the test arena and they're probably going to fail as much because that it's not like they've got rock solid techniques and Watson's the only one with a technical flaw. Yeah. Every single batsman in our top six has a technical flaw, yeah. including the guy that just retired and is one of the greats, including Steve Smith. Steve Smith's got a million of them. Everyone does exactly. So I mean, I think. It, I'm sort of getting off they, point, but no, what they, I mean is... They've, they've learned to exploit those those weaknesses. Well, I think we do have a... And, it, and that's fine. That's part of the game, you know? We, 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 the selectors... We accept that. But the selectors... Had no... It was, it was hard to watch as direction. a fan. Because remember like, the night of the, the fourth one, we were like, oh, Sean Marsh is... No, the, the, the Marsh was swapped. It was just like, <laughs> come on. Like, unbelievable. This, is this what... Are you serious? And that was the biggest Siddle, one. And then they play Siddle in the fifth one. And, and he Pete, kills it. Pete... Clearly, but we I, I saw it on I saw it on Reddit and I thought that was really funny. Whichever one of you said that, it was very very clever uh, about that. Peter Siddle was was taking it like he was hate fucking the fifth test, just like out of like pent up frustration and not being able to play. So he just like tore through it like a Tassie Devil in the last game. But, but it was like I had but, time but with, all st- all Peter Siddle played, was all it did was just re- it gave him a swan song. But he was, yeah, and true. But in talking about actual 
like technically the reason why he got wickets is he pitched it up. Everything we've talked about, he was also the stock bowler we needed, yes. which, which to me, and I'm kind of come back to the selectors again and the terrible, terrible blunder that was selecting Sean Marsh for one test in that fourth test, replacing his brother, the all-rounder. That was a test where, I mean, when we've got our attack that we had at that point, Stark, Johnson, Hazelwood, none of them are stock bowlers. Correct. You can't have them come like, oh, we want to have them bowling short spells. Okay, well, where's the bowling? Where are the overs going to come from? You've got to have an all-rounder that comes in and, and, and hits and bowls overs. Or one of those guys, one of those bowlers has to be dropped and you have a stock bowler, i.e. Peter Siddle. Because as much as Hazelwood isn't as quick as the other two, he's still not a stock bowler. Correct. He's more like Glenn McGraw wasn't a stock bowler. Like I don't believe. Well, I, I mean, it w- I mean, I you wouldn't say. want Glenn to have. I mean, Mac in his younger days maybe, but you wouldn't want him to bowl eight over spells. Well, whereas say, you'd like, want. Let's say Dizzy was his foil. Well, yeah, absolutely. Like, like, but they were both. They were kind of. That was the thing about those two. They were great. We're getting off topic again, but uh, those two could kind of play both on, parts. They could easily play both parts. Those two. But what my point is that we lacked a stock bowler in English conditions. Mm. We needed. We need a guy who can hit the spot, and Peter. That's all Peter Siddle came in. He didn't like I said about Stuart Broad. Peter Siddle didn't do anything too special. He hit a good area and let the ball do the work. He kept a good seam up, and he let the ball do the work off the pitch. Absolutely. And that's all Stuart Broad did in that fourth test. And our batting gave him eight wickets. And you know, the English batting wasn't as bad. Peter Siddle had to work for it. He bowled a hell of a lot of good balls in good areas that didn't get wickets, but he did get rewarded eventually. And I think, so the selectors have to come back to what's their direction. You know, if they can make so many blunders in one series, you know, what, what's their philosophy about the Australian Test Cricket team? Because their indecisiveness proves they're not uh, connected on it. They're, the whole yeah. selection panel is well, not connected on what they're trying to achieve. It's hard, it's hard because, you know, it's hard to say. It just seems like they don't travel well. I'll put it that yeah, way. That's no, easy. Hear me out, hear me out. They don't travel well. The, the selectors don't. Because mm. when they're in Australia, they get it right. We didn't change a single player in that, yeah, that test series. We won 5-0. And sure, yes, that was just God's luck that we got you know, able to play the same 11 each time. But, but the point is, when they go over there, this isn't the first time they've been to England and made some crazy goddamn decisions. And we've gone, are you really going to do that? Like, when, he played Ash and Asia, when Agar played and he, oh, like, yeah, in the second was, test, it was like, are you nuts? Yeah. Like, I remember just being like, "That's." I'm, I remember telling you, it was like the stupidest thing I'd ever seen because I didn't rate him in the first place. He wasn't there to make a batting. He wasn't supposed to make 90-odd yeah. runs. He was supposed to bowl. It's great innings. He's not taking anything away from him. But, but it wasn't what he was there for. No, yeah, everyone he, talks he, about that. They forget that his bowling was pus. He was pus. <laughs> yeah. He got, he got smacked, carded. Yeah. And they were like, we'll bring him back. It's like, don't do that. No. Play a button. If you're going to play an all-rounder, play an all-rounder. But Ash, Ash, Ash Nagayga was not your guy. No. But that wasn't the only one. There was tons of them in there. So your point is that the point is, is that selection when panels, England, when we... When they travel, they don't seem to travel very well, especially to England. They choose the right Wrong teams. So do you think the problem is then that they're picking teams in other countries based on performances that are in Australia? Potentially. So they need to then go, how would this guy's um, results in Australia translate to England? I guess the media that is as well, you have people like Chris Rogers and Voges who do play a lot in English conditions. So they should have known better and clearly Rogers did. That's then the bewilderment of it. You're sitting there being like, like, come on, man. Is it, and he was in good against, form. You play against there. Stuart Broad. You've you yeah. bowled. You've batted to Stuart Broad. Yeah. You've done this. How is it like a shock to you? Mm. But I. But back to the back to selectors, man. I just think like you've got to know. You've got to know the effect of what you're going to do. To me, dropping a guy after one test 
Oh. Bringing him bringing back, then dropping him again, and then the Brad Haddon situation. Oh that was kind of underhanded. That was a bit, and I mean, they want to talk about, oh, there's rifts in the team and in the media, and you're like, well, the only thing I could think is that the selection in the team would be an issue. I mean, I don't, I'm yeah. not going to comment. I don't, I'm not behind the scenes, so I don't know of if course. there's players. And of course, there's going to be fucking it's, bickering it's all, between yeah. players. There's like always 50 they're people men. in the room and you all people. want the, Yeah, they're all alphas is what they yeah. are. But they're people so as well. People, they're arguments that work for everyone. Yeah. So that would happen. But for me, it's there's. I imagine that a lot of tension would be being caused because these guys just don't know their roles in the team, mm. and that's a big part of Test cricket. It is. What would they? What would they have said to Sean Marsh going into that fourth fourth Test? Yeah. What's his role? Oh, go out there and you know make runs. But yeah, but job. I mean. You're, you're there, that's you're a very bland attack. sort of thing. Like yeah, you'd be able yeah, to say to Chris they, Rodgers, but that's what they would mate, see off the new ball. Yeah, right? it's, it's like Sean Marsh there to like kick a goal today. And bringing him in at six. Football. Bring, but, but what I'm saying is bringing Sean Marsh in at six in an English conditions when you don't have a stock bowler. Sean Marsh isn't a six. That's true. It's true. that to me that was a dumb decision. They, it would have been better to bring oh, Shane Watson back. It would have been as equally as confusing. Yes. But to me, Marsh Mitchell Marsh did not deserve to lose his spot. No, Mitchell he Marsh didn't was... bat well in that third test. I yeah, no, exactly. That's and that's what. But that's the thing did. too. When every I want to come back to Shane Watson. Everyone talks shit about Shane Watson, and well, yeah, Mitchell Marsh looked yeah. like shit, and so did a number of batsmen over yeah. there. So it's I mean, and as well, if you want to talk about. Oh, Shane Watson's DRS decisions. It's like, how many has Joe Root, how many decisions, yeah, how many times has Joe Root gone to DRS he when he's like, edged it to slip? Yeah. He does it all the time, even when he's not. And he's I'm out. not ripping shit on the bloke either. No, because it's just part of the but game. But I also don't rip shit on Watson. I don't, I think no. the people that do those jokes are just hacks. Well, I think they're shitty. I think they're hacks, but at the same time, I can't help but giggle. The one Sometimes that, it's funny, but other you times you're like, oh. yeah, well, how is that replacement at three for Watson? Still getting ducks? You know, like for all the jokes, like yeah. no one's come in and actually done, done that better than Watson, game, no. have they? No, no, no. My so favorite one your was joke's kind of shit. Yeah, I love the one of um, Homer with the sandwich, with the giant sandwich, and he's like chucking it in the bin, and Marge is behind him, like, like you know, I want to be alone with the sandwich. Are you gonna eat some of that sandwich? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a throw. But it had that. But it had like the the ham. Uh, the the sandwich was Watto. Uh, the selectors were homo, and the Australian public was Marge. I'm like, get rid of him. <laughs> but I, I want to be with the sandwich. I want water. And I'm like, do it. But, and then they did it. And I was like, ah. But that, exactly. But that's and a then hack joke. nothing. It's a hack joke. No, but that's yeah. kind of funny. But then that's my point is nothing changed. It's so easy to go, and it's that one guy's yeah, fault that, that was shit. No it made no yeah, sense. And you're like, yeah, and look at his stats. They're past. It's like, yeah, I could probably do that with heaps yeah. of them. You know. Yeah. Anyway, so with the selectors, I think to me, they Rod Marsh has one more chance. That was an absolute oh, it was a shit ass series for for the selectors, and he's the head of them. So I don't know if I agree with Warney that he should go now, but the question should be posed: What are the consequences? I think if a, if a player when they're in shit form gets a tap on the shoulder, then maybe uh, Marsh should get a tap on the shoulder, just saying, "Hey, mate, you got one more chance," kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. But right. anyway, who makes so that call does yeah. he get to select himself? So it's leading on from that, now who are the casualties? And, in turn, who are the new guys that come into the Australian team? So, first off, we'll start off, who's leaving? Obviously, we've got Rogers, yeah, we've got Rogers and we've got Clark. Clark. Yep. At least. I'd say Brad Haddon is probably yeah, he's not probably too done. far away. Whether or not he, he decides to take it now, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe he'll just like not retire. He'll do sort of like a Peter Siddle role. Or, uh, role and sort of sit back and be on the, you know. There, mm -hmm. Do you not. think Siddle will stick around? 
No, I think he'll go. Uh, I don't think they'll. Just, I don't think they'll pick him. I don't think they'll select. Really? That'd yeah. be so ridiculous. He'll go because... back to play for Victoria. He'll make a bit of money. He'll go play in Japan like the rugby players do. You <laughs> I don't know, like think that Japanese Japan's, cricket. Yeah, Japanese cricket's <laughs> going off. Apparently, <laughs> they are nuts for it. Yeah, he might. Yeah, he I might don't know. He's not much. It. See, I think. So I think space. he actually it will be space. the kind of guy that will stick around in. In domestic, oh, I think, I think he played in domestic. He proved They'll a lot of ticker it. in that series, he and did. to come back in well, after all the, that. The other side of it is, is that during the the warm up matches in between, he's not bowling very well. He wasn't. He didn't bowl very well at all in pretty much any of them. Yeah, which is like no wonder. I understand why they didn't. Like, pick, oh, yeah, I'm going to pick you because you're not on but form, and then he comes out, and that's why I say he hate fuck the fifth test. But that's my whole. Like, I just want to. But that also kind of plays into my whole philosophy, dude. That cricket is not much of it. Like you can say, oh. I know I'm talking about Shane Watson a lot, but fucking like, oh, Watson hasn't taken more than one wicket in over five years or whatever the fuck people say. And you're like, yeah, but dude, his role isn't a, you you don't bring Watson on with a new ball. Like that's not his role, man. I'd be happy if Shane Watson bowled 15 over number 45 because he's fucking fulfilling his role. That'd be beautiful. That would be keep the end down, be a stock bowler, do some overs so our our express bowlers and our lead bowlers can have a bit of a break, but also don't let these guys get comfortable. That's 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 what I mean. So Siddle, yeah, he might have only got one fizz in the tour games, but who gives a fuck? His role and his his abilities lend him to be a stock bowler. For that test, we needed a stock bowler. That's what we were lacking in the other test. That's why they could get informed because when they saw off Johnson, they saw off Stark, and they saw off Hazelwood, all we had was Lyon and shit. Now we've got these guys. I've got to come back on and bowl again when they're definitely less potent in the second, third spells of the day. Exactly. Whereas if you had a stock bowler to come on and take that, they could get a proper break, come back and do a second spell that was equally as potent. So that's, to me, like, my point is, cricket is never a game where you can just look at the results. I'm sorry, it's not. It's easy to do. Mm-hmm. Like, in a lot of things, it's easy to go, st- stats are here. But to me, a cricket team is best when everyone has clearly defined roles and they all balance each other out and come to a you know a common... Which would be all right. So we've got two express bowlers, blah blah blah. Well, so you know what I mean. I tell you what I'd say to that is, is that I look forward to defeating your cricket captain. Oh man, you'll never uh, beat me. <laughs> so okay, uh, so we got Siddle will be gone. You reckon? I hope he sticks around. So we've got Clark gone, Rogers gone. Do you reckon Vogels will stick around? Yeah. You reckon? Yeah. He sticks around. I re- I'd, I'd to say, me he's good. He's pretty like I don't, like, I don't team, know the point I think of him being around. Rare. I don't know. I think. I think as a batsman, he's proved himself that he can hit the ball. But they it's talk about experience. Got... Oh, actually, yeah, he did well, have a couple of good look ones. Look at Rojo. Like, like, you know, these are guys that, you know, Rhino, these are guys that came in late in their in their career. I'd say let him have a go in Australian conditions if that's what he's up for. Unless someone is knocking oh, on the door. He'll probably do well in Australia. You know, yeah. You know, unless someone is absolutely but beating that, down the door and saying, I want to play. But that then leads to the next so question. You have that, that... But that then leads to the next question. Is it better to have a guy like Voges at, what, 35 who's sort of you know, it, it's back to, uh, remember Marcus North, it wasn't too dissimilar, he was, what, 35 coming late in the team, and those guys have had so many setbacks, how's he going to deal mentally with these doubts? Yeah. Is he really going to have the confidence in his game to come back and, you know, he did play a few good innings in the end, but that wasn't when that counted. You know, we needed it when it counted, and he wasn't able to do it. So again, you go, do you go to a guy like that who's 35 who at best can give you two more years, or oh, do you yeah, blood a Chris him. Lynn, like, yeah. or a, you know... Of Joe Burns has been given an opportunity, but I'd like to see Joe but Burns. again, those guys as well. I, I think Joe Burns has still got work to do on his technique. But I watch Chris Lynn. And I just think his his technique lends toward good Test cricket. He's got a really compact technique, and it's a, the same way with Peter Neville. Like yeah. he, again, he got a he got a good ball from Finn that got him in that Test where we got out for sixty. 
It was. It was a ripper. So, absolute ripper. Yeah. So again, I think to me, I would, I would get rid of Voges and I would blood something. Well, yeah, to okay. me, I think you'll stick around the team, but I don't. You do need some sort of experience. I understand that. Yeah, but but blooding someone new would be a good idea. The problem is, is that I don't know. When was the last time they did that? It was Clark. It was Smith. It was like they blooded yeah. a, a kid I just, too young. I really Kawaja. hope. I would take. Yeah, well, let Usman Kawaja. I, I would love to see him in the well, team. Well, that's right. Come, imagine him come over. Back when we're over here, what are we playing? The Windies? Yeah. Get Uzi into the team. I'd have him at the front, at the yeah, top. Yeah, he's got. Who would you have? He's got a, no, he's, at, at, at Rogers. Yeah, well, he's got to deal with the short ball a yeah, bit better. What well, have they talked about? That Bancroft? Yeah, I saw that he got a bit I think, you know, a guy who I think didn't give get given much of an opportunity? Doolan? From Tasmania, I thought he was. I thought he was good. We need someone like he played Test cricket. You know, they weren't flashy innings. I'd sooner see him get it. Yeah, I'd sooner see him get a chance before Glenn Maxwell. I don't think you give a guy a baggy green based on his performances in the in IPL, or you know, and that's where you know, buddy, I might sound old fashioned, but I don't care how good a form you're in in the Big Bash or IPL. It's not Test cricket, or it's not four day cricket. You've got to show me that you can. Be put in a situation and your technique, you can rely on it to get your eye in and then play your strokes. Those guys are too, let's go out there and prove we're aggressive by playing strokes from the ball one. And that's not, that's shit. Well, they're, they're probably looking it's at Davy and saying, well, but Davy's a, a bit of a, you know, an enigma in the fact that he can get away with it most times. You did have trouble this no, time. you have one of him. You can't yeah. have a whole team Yeah, no, that's what him. I mean. That's They're trying it, to yeah. emulate him and say, well, we don't need you to do that job. Mm. What I need you to be is, the, is, is a bowling all-rounder who can bowl offies. Like, you know, that's, but that's what right. I mean. And, and can bat and can, can hold down an innings. Yeah. Your job is to sit here and make 50, 60 runs, yeah. lock in with whoever at the top has managed to pop, and your mm. job is just to sit with them, make a runs, accumulate. Well, do that job. Instead of trying to go out there and fucking hit the ball, you know, the casing off the ball, that's not going to help the team if you're going to get out. Because mm. now it's bloody up to Mitchell Johnson to try and, you know, yeah. or, you know to take this on now. So, so good job. So I think then we've got the ones who then survive. Maybe it's easier to do this. The ones who survive, obviously, out of the batting. We'll go batting first. I think the bowling, let's be honest, our bowling probably wasn't what let us down. No, it, was it wasn't terrific. It wasn't, it wasn't as good as it's been. But, but it's... Starkey got a Pfeiffer. I don't think... The first I don't... First th- yeah, but I also... To me, Starks. The, well, actually, no. I will say that Hazelwood did disappoint me. He was. Oh, he, just, he was to me. What he was too if famous. he performed well? If he performed well and and found his rhythm in England, we we would have won the series. It would have turned the series. But he just never found his rhythm. No. He looked really good in that first tour game, and he looked. But and in the first test, even when we had him three for forty, he looked really good. Yeah. But then he he seemed to to lose his rhythm a bit, or he was lost. Yeah. He's lost his length. That's what he lost. He was bowling way too short. And as soon as he was doing that, he was losing his movement and he was getting carded. That England did very well to, to, to pick up, uh, um, to dominate him when he was down. But, but I, I, I still think you give him another chance. I do think his upside is greater than... He'd, I'll, I'll see him in the Australian conditions and see what he's Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see him there. I think he'd be great. So uh, to me, I, I'm happy to stick with the same. I think people are talking about getting rid of Johnson. It's like, well, I don't know what me? you're talking about. You're yeah, I drugs? think Johnson is... He's he's when you talk about experience, there's a guy who's faced absolute scrutiny and has come through Absolutely. the other end. He's, he's when, that's what I mean. But Voges, yeah, he's old, but old uh, experience isn't just how old are you. He hasn't. Yeah. He's been around for a long time, but has he? I haven't. I guess I we don't get to see a lot of domestic yeah. cricket, but he to me has proven in this last series that he doesn't have the experience to know how to counter 
when he's getting dominated in conditions that don't suit him. Whereas Johnson's proven that he, he can come back Smith, from right. the absolute And depth. considering, yeah, where he was last time hmm. yeah, in England. What's so I don't mean? think, and back to my point, I don't think the bowlers go. I think Nathan no, I Lyon think was was easily the best performer, most consistent, most consistent performer in the Australian team it? the whole series. Yeah, over or him and, him and Rogers. Uh, mm. Mm. I still think the most just, just the most reliable yeah. for me the whole time was, I mean, was like, Lyon. You knew when he put the ball in hand that, <laughs> firstly, they, they were going to try and have a crack at him. But he, they just couldn't. He's yeah. to me, he's the best. And again, well, I probably well, haven't seen every good off spinner that every test team has, but I am probably biased. But I think he's the best off spinner in the world. I think Molinari did a great job, but he's a shadow of what Nathan Lyon yeah, is. He has, he doesn't have the. A, I thought he was absolutely fine for England, but oh. I don't, I don't think he's a a front line test spinner the same way Nathan no. Lyon is. No, but hey, they might try and make him into that. And he probably could. He's shown that he's got the ability. But I, and when they talk about, oh, Warner got out to him four times, yeah, because Warner gave his wicket away four times. He literally. Yeah, so, so again, gave him it and everything. I think that, yeah, out of the batsmen, the ones who survive are Warner and Smith. Smith They're the definites absolutely. that survive. No and choice. I think you do, maybe if you want to talk about in Australian conditions, yeah, I think Vogers would do better. They all do would do better in Australian conditions because they don't move their feet as much and they just play the line of the ball. And it's easier to do that in Australia on hard pitches. On exactly. true pitches with true yeah. bounce. Yeah. That's why they all do well. They've all got terrific eyes. They're great oh, look, athletes be, and shit. Exactly. I but, would be happy to see... I would I would like to see like, someone like Chris Lynn put in there. I would the really love to see Chris Lynn put in there, man. That'd be, I'd, it'd be great. Peter... Ne- I've I got to say, like... I, I, I'm happy with Peter... Oh, no, actually, i got to say, he needs to really, really improve his keeping. Yeah? It's, it's pretty ordinary, man. Oh, really? Oh, it's pretty ordinary. And I'm not a keeping expert, but... They exaggerated a lot to make him look better. There was two drops I saw in that last test, not off catches, but just, you know, a keeper has a leave and he's dropped it. And oh, the ball's really swinging when it goes past the bat. Yeah, that was one maybe, but it was pretty ordinary, man. Yeah, there's a couple, and there was a few in the other tests. Too many drops from a, a test wicket keeper. So he needs to work on that. His batting to me, I don't have a problem with his batting. No, his batting you know, it's, it's compact. Yeah, I like it. So. When it comes to David Warner, now we can try and move on to the next point. David Warner, vice captain, he hasn't proven enough that he's not a hothead yet. Yeah, I don't and think it's time to. No, I don't think he could. Yeah, it's like giving warning. Because what? Yeah, exactly. Well, he did get vice he captain. Get I think Warnie did get vice, he but then they learned he can uh, be a, maybe Adam Gilchrist. He can be Adam a Gilchrist. Yeah, yeah. Gilly was that's what well, that's yeah. who took over. Or I think I if he, he ever was, he got it instead of Warnie. I don't know. No, or maybe when Gilchrist was out. I just think with Warner, Warner in that team is, he's our X factor. He's our Gilly. You know, you don't, I wouldn't advise having an opener who is as sort of carefree about his wicket. But the difference is, is he can have you after session one, none for 130 or none for 140. And that can really help the rest of the team. But he can also, when you're struggling at whatever, five for 100, and he's on 70, and he's seeing him brilliantly, and everyone else is struggling, and then he tries some stupid flick shot and just falls into an absolute trap and gets out and gives his, gives his wicket away, yeah. that's when you're like, oh, are you worth it? Well, remember, you know, that's the test. I and it's hard to it. go, okay, now you're a leader. You're one of the leaders of the team. Yeah. But you're going to get your head switched on, mate. Well, I said he, it might, he, he might look, be able to. He didn't look but at any that point was just a. It was. It's a real example of the the bloke. That's what I think. That wicket was an example of the bloke. And you go, is that the guy you want leading men? 
to me, I think the greater position... I understand why they put him, because we just said ourselves, the only survivors are oh, Smith and... <laughs> but I think Maybe you had a... Well, no, him. I think Nathan Lyon. Yeah. To me, he's the best performer. To me, he's proven that unless he has a terrible injury, he, he'll, he's still pretty young, man. He's like 27, 28. Yeah. He'll be there for another five years if he stays well. Hmm. He's got a good cricket brain. He's tough as nails. I would have had him vice-captain. And he he does... He's a... You can tell within the group he's a real kind of spiritual leader as well. Whereas well, I he, think he, he, other he players could probably get a little pissed off with Warner because he's got that, like most X-Factors do, that Jim egotistical, Jim yeah, that ego kind of thing, like Kevin Pease or whatever. Show and that's pro, great. Show, yeah, that's great. Pro, I wouldn't want that guy a leader. No, he's just easier. Uh, he's your buddy um, Jane. Jane on in Firefly as opposed to Mal. Yeah, but no, he's just the character Jane. Like his whole idea is the X Factor, but you don't want you want Mal. You yeah. want you want you don't sturdy. want sturdy. You want yeah. sturdy and reliable, dude, not yeah, yeah that's, uh, quick to the trigger. Yeah, also making the shots. So again, for some, the selection I panels, go, I, I want someone who goes, you know, what, it's time to unleash you. It's time to use. That's right, and that's I what don't Warner want is. Like, I choose me. I choose me. Yeah, that's right. No, 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 no. Good man. call. Have someone tell you what to do because yeah. you're not you're not the chess master. Yeah. That's okay. So that proved Lion being an offspinner. He is. He's much more. Well, there's, and there's, to that. you know, I, the thing that's really bothering me about why that didn't happen is, I understand this forward armored guy is yeah. is a good bowler, but I feel like, you know, two bad tests and Nathan Lyon's going to be gone. They're going to be like, this new guy's the best, and I think it's, I don't know. I it's just, hard. I just, I think he is good, but I don't know why you would ever, you know, even though they, I don't think they have, but why you wouldn't be going, wow, Nathan Lyon's one of the best players we've got. There's not enough of that for me. And by the Australian cricket, it proves the selectors are, I don't know, they're, they're susceptible to influence. That's what it yeah. appears that they well, did. The kid is actually oh, knocking on the door pretty hard. I mean, well, he's knows, a good bowler, you imagine but he's had, not. Can you imagine if Warney was coming through at this point? Just imagine mm-hmm. if someone is not as good, because Warney's obviously the ledge, mm-hmm. but if someone, uh, you know. With, with solid performances solid and performance stuff. was trying to cut through, would you have him? Like, would you say, would you be the one that went like, all right, fine, you know what, Lion, you're bowling excellently, you bowled really well. But there's this kid coming up, his name's Keith, Keithy Keith, yeah, and he's fucking mint, so... Well, I think, okay, in that case, I think Ahmed would have to be doing more than what he's done. Sure, he had a great outing in, in, the, in the final, uh, the record figures or whatever, yeah. great. Yep. That's one thing. You know, how many seasons has he had in Victoria? How many times has he topped the list? If, if Nathan Lyon, you know, the old adage, don't fix it if it ain't broke. I just think that. I think you're right. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> got to be it's got to be a given. I think you may be in the Sydney Test playing both. Give them opportunities. I want the bloke to be given opportunity, but you can't just agar him. Yeah, because that's what happened to Nathan Lyon. Nathan Lyon was the incumbent in that series too, and then Warning came out and said, "This kid agar." Blah, yeah, blah, he should have had. Blah, blah. I remember being like, "Why is it him. Lyon in the team?" Yeah, and they I dropped remember him. Doing him. that, I remember so, being like this is stupid. And it kind of feels like. Play the bowler. It kind of feels like they, I mean, you hear more about Farwood Ahmed than you do about Nathan Lyon on Fox Sports or whatever. Oh, really? Oh, it's weird, man. Like, and it's not weird. I mean, the guy's being good, but mm. it's, you know, the camera always goes to him when he's, it was a bit like Monty Panesar with England. You know, they're like, why isn't Monty Panesar on the team? Why isn't Monty Panesar on the team? And you're like, why are you pushing him so hard? Yeah. Like, is he really that good? Like, because Monty Panesar came in, he was a pretty good bowler, but it's not like he was, I remember he was fucking right, but awesome. I yeah, I thought he might uh, be, he's just got old. I don't know, yeah. I just think, I my point that. is, I would have made Nathan Lyon the vice captain instead of David Warner, yeah. and I think they didn't because they're trying to get Farwood Armand in the team. Yeah. 
And they're, so they're not going to give Nathan Lyon sort of a, oh, yeah, you'll be in the team for a few more years because they're looking for someone else. Anyway, that's just my conspiracy theory. Look, <laughs> we'll, we'll touch base next time yeah, on, uh, see on the next happens. episode of uh, Touch uh, So I think, I think we've dealt with the casualties. Let's talk about something good. Mm. Um, the women. Oh, How good are they? Congratulations, ladies. How now good? I feel like the hacks that like in the news that have waited till like halfway through the, the news segment. Yeah, we, to be like, we didn't talk oh, about Oh, and the ladies. We should have pointed that out at the yeah, start. Congratulations, we, uh, Australian ladies. You yeah. got the well on the ashes. And, and we're not meaning we this to actually, sound as fucking no. pandering and as condescending no, as it is. We're very proud. <laughs> yes, sure. well done. Well, yes, good you for you. You got a trophy. <laughs> no, actually, you're your, fucking no, awesome. We are. We you're absolutely awesome. Absolutely think that's fantastic. Yeah. So you made us look yeah, you awesome. Thank the, you. You know what? You know what was a cool turning point for me mm. uh, the other night. I watched watching the women's uh, 2020 match mm. uh, on on Gem, which mm. was televised. Good. At the same time, the Australian men's team were playing England. Yes, wasn't televised. That's nice. So the sign of the times. Sign of the times. I thought is that a sign of the times? That's I a good question. I think it is. Do you reckon? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's it showed me one that the men were too expensive, and two, <laughs> and that's just from like a business side of it. But from or, like, but at the same time, I got to watch, and I was only a little bit, but I got to watch Australian cricket. Who were we playing in, in the? It was the Ashes. oh, it was. So no, 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 sorry, the men's the one. Uh, England in the 2020. Oh, we right. lost by five runs. Well, so I would I mean? say like, who... It was, it was cool. It was but this, cool. Is, this lends to my point, and when it comes to the whole, oh, why, why isn't women's sport televised? Well, let's talk about that instance. Mm. I'd honestly, if it's a, a crunch game and the women's thing for the Ashes, if you say, what do I want to watch, a women's cricket grand final or just another yeah. 2020, oh. I'm going to go to the grand final. I don't care if what gender it is. I'm going for the Dude, more important one. That's my answer so that's, to everything. Yeah. Any sport. It's like, but oh, then, uh, you know, like the, 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 the world champion darts will be on, like, you know, the, the grand final, whatever. And people are ads. And I was like, it's the grand final. Anything of the grand final of any it. sport is going to be excellent but, because it's the best they've got. That's right. But I following on that. from that, that's why I love the it's, Olympics. it's all about supply and demand. So when people complain about, oh, why isn't more women's sport televised? Well, how many women cricket games do you go to? That's and that's all you got to say to that person. If they go to a lot and good on them, but here's my point: that women's cricket's only going to be televised when the demand is there. I don't think it is a prejudice so because what? because when there is a game, I mean maybe there are prejudiced people. You can't blanket well, you it, but I'm saying that when when there are grand finals on, it's not like people are like, well, I'm not going to watch that grand final because it's women. All my mates were like, fuck, did you see that? It was sick. Yeah. I haven't heard anyone be like, I'm not going to watch that because it's women. That's yeah. the dumb it thing to no say. Sense. My point is strange, that you're going to be, they will get shown when people want to watch it, but that also has to come with, well, we're only going to want to watch it if we know that it's there. We need money. Yeah, well, if we know that it's there. Yeah. So we've got to make a game. I think there, there's obviously a market for it. People obviously care the same way that it's cricket. Cricket's great. People will watch it, doesn't matter. Like, yeah. And they're still bowling at like 100k an hour. I wouldn't want to face 100k. Oh, I'm still like, and it's. At least Perry is Perry's sick. Oh. Oh. Did you see it when she got the hat trick or nearly got yeah, the hat trick, man? Oh, man? Do you see how that close that was to hitting the off stump? Oh, it that was last ball. That last ball was fantastic, but that second one, oh my God. That was, that was some of the best bowling you'll, it was you'll awesome. see. It was so, I think, ball. so I think, in, in terms of, is this a, a sort of mark of where women's cricket's going? Possibly, Excellent. as long as it's continually supported by the public. Well, that's you it. can't expect it to be televised if no one's going to watch it. Well, the question. So, if you're a person who's 
who's advocating for women's sport and women's cricket, but women's sport in general to be more televised. Well, you go out to the games the same way that I advocate for domestic cricket to be put on TV more. Well, I can't be all talk. I've got to go to those games too and support it. Exactly. And the more I go, the more that they will go, oh, fuck, there's 10,000 people at this. We might put it on TV. Yeah. You can't expect them to televise something when there's 300 people in the stands. So I think there's a lot of people out there that very kind-hearted and, like, and, and, and genuine when they say, you know, they should get a chance. But also there's a lot of people that just jump on a bandwagon and say, this is because they're women. And it's like, well, I don't know, man. I think if well, there's, there's, a, there's a grand things, final, people go and watch. A like couple of things with that. One, uh, it's, it's a, a, I guess, a money thing. Advertising. Yeah. They're not advertising it enough. The marketing needs to be there. If we don't know, I don't know when a women's cricket game's on because they don't tell me this. You know, like the, when yep. the cricket's on, it's everywhere, isn't That's it? That's right. All the sport. Yeah, yeah, we'll get the women out there. Show me that. So yep. we've got to know when the game's on. They've got to put it somewhere. Oh. Second question, my, my second one, when, when it comes to, you know, women's sport and all that type of stuff at the moment, which is, I think is fantastic. The Volleyball World Cup has been, it was on in Sydney a couple of weeks ago. It was on on a Sunday afternoon and it was Australia versus New Zealand in the, in the final. That game of, of netball had the highest total amount of people to a game of netball ever. It was over 10,000 people, so they absolutely crammed the place out, which was exciting, and it was such a good game, and I enjoyed every minute of it. And it was, yeah, I don't care. It wasn't like, oh, and they're chicks. Like, it wasn't, I wasn't watching because they're chicks, so I wasn't taking away from it. It was just a great spectacle. Mm. And, you know, that's, that's fantastic. And then after the game, you know, they, they, they won, they celebrated. It was fantastic. They were doing, it was like it was just a sport. It was just that's right. And involved. I think most so people think are past that there. kind of thing. We yeah. are just watching We're the getting sport. there, which is really cool. I really love the fact that we are, we're starting to evolve as a, yeah. as a species. And my point, but don't just, if, if you're saying and you're, one, you're a person who complains that there's not more women's sport, well, don't just sit back and complain about it and say it's easy to just go, that's prejudice. No, no, no. You go out there and you support it and encourage everyone to go and support it. The same way that I want to do for Sheffield Shield cricket, domestic cricket. I think that needs to be marketable. I think there's a massive market for that because, like I've talked about, how can you have 90,000 people one week and then 400 the next? Well, what so, I, is- so my point is go out there and support women's cricket. Go and watch the club games. Go and take your mates down. Go to a park fucking game and go and watch it. If you expect it to be seen equal, go and support it equally as well as the male games. Support it. Then you will have an actual argument for maybe it's prejudice. If you've got 30,000 people at a women's cricket game and it's not being televised, then yeah, maybe there's some prejudice there. <laughs> but that's not happening yet, so don't say it yet. That pretty much sums me up. Yeah, good stuff. I think it's really great. I'm really, really proud of Australia. Okay. Good and, on the um, team for winning. That, yeah, for the, so the volleyball guy, girls, they won the World, the World Cup, which was sick. Uh, and then, you mean netball, bro? Oh, yeah, netball. Oh, my Keep God. saying volleyball. Keep saying volleyball. You know what? We probably won the volleyball, too. I meant netball. We probably so didn't, sorry. man. Do you know? Have you ever seen indoor volleyball? Yeah, I have. Actually. Holy yeah, shit. They crazy. are the biggest people. Yeah, man. They have they, to be. And it's they, an yeah. awesome sport. It is pretty cool. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think we... No, you're absolutely maybe right. We, I meant netball. He meant netball so that sorry. whole time. I am so sorry. I didn't mean netball. You people listening to... You, you like, actually... Hang on. When we were talking about this, because we, we have a little get-together before. It doesn't sound like we do, but we actually <laughs> do have a little get-together before and talk about what we're going to say. And you actually did that beforehand too. And, you and I pick me didn't up. pick you up yeah, on it see? because I was like, because I fault. thought there was a volleyball <laughs> fucking World Cup on that I missed that you were really into. I was like, fuck yeah, Luke loves his volleyball. But <laughs> it wasn't. You just were fucking saying volleyball instead of netball. Now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, there was a netball World Cup that I actually remember watching. And yeah, we won. It was sick. Yeah, and I saw that Laura Geitz is, I saw that today. Laura Geitz is going to retire. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. 
Yeah. Also, so I like been... the idea that you were okay with Australia and New Zealand being the two best volleyball teams in the world. Yeah, I was seeing that. <laughs> I, well, I'll be honest there, I wasn't listening. I was sitting writing something down. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. No, good on them. Speaking of something completely different. What do you you know what sport I think people would like to hear you two talk about? What? Yes. Cricket. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Uh, that might be a nice change. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, actually, I was watching a game of water polo the other day. What well, you like, now? <laughs> nah, but fuck cricket, man. They're into the fucking pajama game version of it. Yeah, it's wicked. Awesome. Yeah. We, we probably... Look, the, the truth of the matter is, guys, this is our finale. Yeah. Uh, we don't... We're so not going to really put much effort into covering the one day because we're just not interested. Uh, we'll be back for season two starting the Australian summer. That's right. Uh, we've got New Zealand and we've got and the West Indies. West Indies. Yeah, I'm super So that'll excited. be a couple of good series there. Mm. But we've also, what we've got coming up in the oh, next yeah. few weeks That's is right. a Rugby World Cup special episode. That's correct. Um, where we're going to be talking about, well, the whole tournament, the Wallabies' chances, unlikely ones, if and like who we think rugby, we're, you'll is going to. Yeah, we love our rugby too. So check into that. Um, thanks for listening to us over the series, all you woodies out there. Oh, um, crack one it's been great. Me. We're going to definitely um, keep it up. We hope you enjoy yeah. listening to it as much like as we enjoy little, doing it. your little numbers. It's nice. Yep. It's nice to see and It's really cool that you're listening to my voice. Always hit us up on Reddit. Hit us up on... Uh, we're looking to start a Facebook as well. Oh, yeah. In the, in the coming weeks, so you'll be able to hit us up on that. <laughs> I hear the kids. Season two. I hear the kids. Season two, that'll be when it, when we're, Facebook. when we're opening up our Facebook and. That's right. You can be. Things of the like. You may like us on the, the Facebook. That's what it's called. So that'll Sorry be coming out in season two, which will be around November or the week before the start of, yeah. of the first test. That'll be when we do a little do preview. We, we've learned so much from the first one. That's and I mean, true. like, not that this. Yeah, Michael, you know, could you give us like? Ever now, but yeah. Can you tell me like? What have you learned about cricket, cricket over the cricket, series, Michael? Mike? This is your series finale test. What have you learned about cricket? I don't think we should be asking questions we don't want to hear the answers to. Go on, go on, tell go us. On, feed us, mate. We've tell us who's your favourite cricketer? Yeah, who's your favourite cricketer of the season? Who's your, who's your favourite cricketer of the Ashes? No, no, of the season. We've talked about plenty of different cricketers. Oh yeah, okay, fair enough. I want to hear like you. I want to hear you hear you answer with like fucking DK. Mm. Give me some. Mm. Don't go give him on. options because I want to. Yeah. You know he hasn't been listening. You, you know, listen to us. Come on, you've edited you. a whole thing. Well, good for you. you like that Jukavell song? Uh <laughs> A lot of takeaways from this podcast. You're, that's not even a thing. Um, Come on. I can't believe you have absolutely you nothing. You, you, you haven't. You've sat through six hours of us now talking about cricket, <laughs> and you have no knowledge. You've just said to us basically, "We know nothing about cricket." This whole thing was a waste why, of time. Why do we? Why have we done it? Mitch Marsh. <laughs> go, go. Yes. Is a member of the Australian <laughs> <laughs> Mitch Marsh is a member of the Australian Creed. That's what you got. That's what you got. And you know why you remembered that name? Why? Because you've read so many superhero comics growing up, and Mitch Marsh sounds like a name of a superhero. Hey, that's Two M's. True. Mitch Marsh. Mitch Marsh, too. Mitch Marsh. So really, man, uh, we've obviously still got a lot of work to do to try and get Michael to understand cricket. So we've obviously got to do another season. So we'll see you back here in the Australian summer. Thanks for joining us. See you next time. 
heads and then make like a bye bye bye. I know stuff about like you don't know shit. Bought some woods and you're smothering some woods. Gonna talk some cricket, gonna talk about woods. Cause there's cricket bats are made of wood, but there's also balls made of leather and they got some semen shit. <laughs> but not semen. I said no, no, semen shit semen. and not semen like shit that come out your dick. That's not what I... Gotta see a doctor, man. Semen shit. Semen shit. Semen shit. Isn't about semen shit. Semen shit. Not that's talking good. about that's semen very, shit. That's very good for clever. In a, it wasn't a, really. It was something I just fell on and then went away. That could be a thing. And then before I knew it, it was too late. Oh, man. And then, and then yeah, now we're here. Expect more? You should more of sporting woods to come. 